Hello, my name is Parth Saroja. Welcome to the second episode of the Legend Pod. Our first story is about the suspension of the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Court (IBC) for six months. So IBC is basically a mechanism which provides for a time-bound process to resolve insolvency. There are two broad categories of entities which can file an application to initiate insolvency proceedings against the corporate debtor: creditors under Section Seven and Nine of the Code, and corporate debtors themselves under Section Ten of the Code. Now, the recent ordinance which was passed reads as follows, and I quote. Notwithstanding anything contained in section seven, nine, and ten, no application or initiation of corporate insolvency resolution process of a corporate debtor shall be filed. Unquote. Thereby effectively shutting down all insolvency filings against any company that defaults on a debt or payment. The ordinance applies to defaults which arise on or after twenty fifth March two thousand twenty. The ordinance has cited three primary reasons for doing so. Obviously, first of all, the pandemic, which has caused disruptions; the lockdown, which has affected the functioning of the businesses; and lastly, there is a serious dearth of companies who would actually bail out the corporate debtor going through the insolvency process. The ordinance seeks to cover a period of six months after twenty-fifth March, with an option of extending it further to a year. The ordinance has also specified that it won't apply in any case to any defaults which arise before twenty fifth March. Now, in our next story, we will discuss about the case filed by Paytm seeking damages worth one hundred crores from telecom service providers. One ninety seven Communications Limited, which is the parent company of Paytm, has alleged that fraudsters are approaching customers through SMSs and calls. claiming to be the representatives of Paytm and asking them to share sensitive data which has in turn resulted in unwarranted transfer of money from their accounts they have also argued that it is the responsibility of the telecom service providers to prevent such fraudsters from approaching customers in light of now this is a long one telecommunication commercial communication customer preference regulation 2018 Paytm has also made the Telecom Regulatory Authority of India a party to the case and it has argued that the regulator failed to take appropriate action against the telecom service providers it has seeked damages worth 100 crores for the same in the wake of this the delhi high court has issued notices to major telecom service providers like airtel jio vodafone idea and has also sought response of the center and the regulator Now for our last story we will talk about the recent judgment by the Singapore Court of Appeal which dismissed a plea filed by the Singh brothers who formerly owned a major stake in Ranbaxy Limited. Let us give you a little background on this first. So in 2008 Daiichi Sankyo Limited which is a Japanese pharmaceutical company purchased the entire shareholding of Singh brothers in Ranbaxy for 19800 crore rupees. Now immediately after they purchased that stake they found out that there were certain important facts which were concealed by the Singh brothers during the deal 
the issue primarily revolved around two things. The self-assessment report, which was made by a former employee of the company, who found out that the company had falsified data in order to obtain expedient regulatory approvals for hundreds of drug products in dozens of countries. This document was concealed during the negotiations. Secondly, they majorly downplayed the severity of the investigations by the FDA and the Department of Justice. In fact, the FDA ordered Ranbaxy to make a payment of $500 million in settlement for this investigation, which was initiated before Daiichi took over. So Daiichi initiated arbitration proceedings in Singapore and an award was passed ordering the Singh brothers to pay 3,500 crore rupees to the Japanese company. They challenged this award in different forums in India and Singapore, but the final forum of appeal, which is the Singapore Court of Appeal, dismissed their plea to set aside the award, ending their last legal hope. Take a look down in the description to access all the orders, judgments, notification, etc. discussed in the podcast. That's it for today. Hope this episode was helpful to you. If you have any kind of suggestions or feedback or anything, do write to us at thelegitpod at the Thank you for tuning in.